tuned in to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. And hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. We have survived the wind and the rain. Now we prepare for the cold. A bit chilly here next week or so. Three of us will deal with the cold. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. One of us will be in a tropical climate. Yeah. It was a nice touch when I was uh, talking to Houston's significant other. She made sure to mention that to me as well. The cresses. Hope you guys get sunburnt first day out there. Oh, <laughs> I, oh I was. We were all thinking it. You don't have, have to say it out there. No, we, we hope things go well on your honeymoon, Crest. Thank you. Lucky Thanks. <laughs> Creeping vacation with a beautiful woman. Making it kind of weird, but. Uh, Basketballs. They they talked on the phone last night for like fifteen minutes. What? What's it? All right. I was was ready to transition into the basketball game tonight, but um, (laughs) what are you you, you talking to his wife? The first week of marriage. They've been married seventy-two hours. Bear a little buffer zone, please. She was helping me out with um, a personal thing. That even sounds it just weirder. Keeps getting worse. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's, it's a personal business thing that she's helped me out with. Okay. And then, you know, she is a former member of Fan Run, and then she was just chatting about, you know, Houston being on the drive now. Okay. Do, do we get the seal of approval from yeah. the missus? Is yes. she glad yes. about the the change? She's enjoying it. Yeah. That's okay. what most, she's very. She was all. She got really fired up and wanted to talk about it because apparently. Like everybody else in town, but even before her husband joined us, the drive's her favorite show. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know her well. We, you know, chat occasionally in passing. Sometimes I get the feeling that it's like, I, I, not that she doesn't like me, but that like maybe I'm a little bit of a bad influence. I don't oh, know. No. no, no, okay, no. Well, you the bad influence. Well, us. She's in the general. one who was on Talk Sports. How's she gonna okay. say anybody's a bad influence? Okay, it's fair point. Uh, women in particular, like it, it, like any time I, even like my wife, my mom. Uh, sometimes I say things like the entire uh, Bass Pro Shops discussion. Yeah, yesterday well, I mean, used the word penis a lot on the <laughs> air that day, and then I think, oh man, like. The, my, the all the important ladies in our lives are listening to this, and I'm just on here sounding like a complete meathead. You wouldn't have said it if I didn't bring it up. It is true. It's kind it's of true. my fault. Very good point. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You're still my mom's favorite, however painful that might be for me. Who? You. Ah, nice. Please don't embarrass Russ Bear. Mm. Uh, she does make a mean apple cake. Whew. Did you destroy that thing? Destroyed it. Nobody really helped from the Smith household, too. I was like, uh, are y'all going to have any of this? And they're like, I don't know. Is it good? Then I was like, 
Eh, it's okay. Not really. I don't know. She, I think she put too much sugar in it. It's too awesome. You might not like it very much. You wouldn't like this buttery, sugary apple <laughs> oh, or walnut. Basketballs back in action tonight. Let's go! At Mississippi State, our heroes are a mere two-and-a-half-point favorites. They're expecting a close one tonight at the hump. It was one-and-a-half this morning when I checked it. Uh, that's I'm a little surprised by that. Are they going to turn the lights up in there, or is it going to be the same dark cave that it always is? What I kind of crowd are they drawing down there these it's, days? It can't be good, whatever it is. I mean, well, I, students I, aren't there either. Yeah, I've just never looked at the hump, and maybe it's just TV. But When they have a good team, that, that is a difficult place to play. Okay. In a small building, when they get a full you know, 12,000 or whatever it is in there, they, it can be a hostile environment. Yeah, I mean – I just don't see it with this team the way they shoot the three pointer. It's it's they don't really even try to shoot the three pointer. Honestly, from what I saw against South Carolina, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it feels like a game Tennessee should win, but it also feels like one of those classic SEC road games where you get drawn into a tussle and you you got to fight it out and and find a way. Well, see, here's the thing. Last year when Tennessee went down there. Tennessee was down, what, Tyreek Key and Santiago Vescovi in that game. They were both sick, and they still managed to win by double digits. So, oh, yeah. That yeah, game. Ziegler went off that game, yeah. 24, I think. He did well. Phillips, one of his few good games in SEC play. So, Well, they'll probably be ready for Tennessee and, and Ziegler today. I don't think anybody – I don't think we sneak, sneak up. A pair of 11-3 and three teams going at it tonight. Mike Morgan has the play-by-play on the SEC Network with Mark Wise, the old Mike and Mark duo tonight on the SEC Network. We will have voluntary reaction for you as soon as the game is over on Twitter Spaces. Follow at Fox Sports Knox there to listen to and participate in our post-game voluntary reaction tonight. Big show today. Joe Rexroad is going to join from The Athletic and 102.5 The Game coming up here in about 14 minutes on Fan Run. We'll get his thoughts. Uh, he was at the Epicenter. He was at the press conference. Yesterday. Yeah, he was, well, he was scheduled to join us yesterday. Yeah. And then all hell broke loose, as Coach Fulmer would say, in Nashville. And uh, the next thing you know, he had to cancel on us. All hell broke loose. And he was at that press conference with Rand Carthen. I, I see a lot of people panning Rand's decision. Here's my thing with, with the Titans. I just don't know. And – this is it's becoming frustrating and we could pick Joe's mind about this no answers no answers and when you're Josh Heupel and you don't want to answer questions and you want to obfuscate and, and never give a straight answer it's okay if you won 20 games in two seasons fans are like all right whatever do your thing Josh but when you're coming off back-to-back losing seasons and you've just fired your coach who's pretty popular with the fan base mm-hmm. and you're five and 21 or something of your last 26 and you you give you know, a, a milk toast interview with the owner on you know five minutes on 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 your controlled media accounts, and then you do a, you send out Rand Carthon to do a press conference in which, you know, he doesn't get, give any answers. He he, you, he can't define a vision. Doesn't tell you what why what happened happened. Doesn't tell you what's going to happen next. Doesn't even really tell you what they're looking for. And as a fan of the organization, you're it's like guys, what are we doing here? Throw me a bone. Just give me a reason to believe. Yeah, otherwise, we're going to speculate. Yeah, so we'll talk to Joe about that. And then coming up in hour number three of the show today, one Anthony of House Vitello. 
We joins the show. Triumphant return to the drive. Most interesting man in the world. I mean, I'm, I'm told he's out of the country for the past couple of weeks. Yesterday, he pops up on social media riding a horse with Bryce Harper. Yeah. They're riding their own horses. They're not riding a horse together. That would be kind of No, weird. but they look like they were getting ready, like, off that show, Yellow, you know, Yellowstone. <laughs> they do. They out and herd some cattle. <laughs> they're at the damn rodeo or something. What a guy. We'll have to ask him about it. Yeah. It was a sharp look for him. Everything's a sharp look for guys well, like that. that's true, but some guys, even if they look good, can't pull off a cowboy hat. He had it. Spades. Breaking news this afternoon from the world of Uh-oh. professional football. After 14 seasons, 10 playoff appearances, and the franchise's lone Super Bowl championship, Pete Carroll is out as coach of your Seattle Seahawks. Got another piece of breaking news. He will move into an advisory role, according to team owner Jody Allen. So uh, he has been moving on. Coming from Ian Rappaport, the Titans have requested to interview Raiders interim coach Antonio Pierce for their vacant head coaching job. The news just keeps on coming. Yeah, that's what the third name that's come out today that the Titans are looking to interview because it's him, the Lions DC, DC, and then the Bengals OC, Brian Callahan. Yes, Callahan. I'm intrigued, and it was something we didn't realize we didn't talk about on the show yesterday. A name, Gerard Mayo. Yeah, has that been mentioned, or you just want that? Because I would, I think that'd be really cool if they went defense. I but would, I also don't want them to go defense. Uh, well, I would like it. I mean, there's some issues with it. I mean, we'd be bringing in another guy that's gonna, you know, the whole Patriot Way thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give, definitely gives me a vibe how we kept going to the well with former Alabama people. But, I, I mean, I would be fine with either Pierce or Gerard as long as I, you know, felt comfortable that they were going to bring in uh, a hot shot OC mm-hmm. and not try and micro. Just, you know, tell me what you need. I'll provide it for you. But Here, Here's where I'm at. I, I, I could I – could be sold on Mayo. I, I really like Gerard Mayo, uh, not just because of his Tennessee ties, but I, he's, a, he's a very intelligent guy. I, I think he would do well. I, I'm very hesitant. I don't know enough about this guy at the, the Raiders. I'm hesitant, uh, I'm hesitant for the guy the, who gets the new coach bump, the, the interim bump. I, I would need to know a lot more. That's not He would not be my first choice. I like uh, the young guns. Uh, I, I need to know more about Callahan. He seems like he's got some things. I like Slowick and uh, Ben Johnson from from the Lions. Those are probably my favorites. But, guys, let's cut the crap. Let's stop overthinking this. Go hire Jim Harbaugh. The guy's coming off a national championship. He has already been to a Super Bowl. You know he can do the job. Yeah. You've got the quarterback in place. He's got the charisma. He's got the chutzpah. To get it done, make it happen. Go up there and hire Jim Harbaugh. 
Like, let's not gamble on this. Well, you know, Slowick, like, he could be young up-and-comer. Oh, this guy with the Lions, like, he's got ties to the South. No, oh, Harbaugh's he, a proven commodity. Yeah, like, go go hire the guy you know can do the job. Yeah. That would be my first choice, Jim Harbaugh. And then, like, uh, there Who's doesn't the, seem much proven beyond that. Then I would look at those three offensive guys we talked about. Who's the guy that is a car is connected to Carthon from San Fran? Slowick. That's Slowick? Mm-hmm. Yes. That bidding war for Harbaugh is going to be insane. Well, and I, this is something we can ask Joe Rex Road next segment because perhaps as a fan I'm too close to it, but I was reading uh, ESPN. They had Jeremy Fowler and one of their other guys uh, going through all the different coaching vacancies and just giving their general thoughts on it, who might be a good fit, all that stuff. And – when they were talking about the Titans, um, they said, you know, oh, this feels kind of train wrecky and it looks like a complete rebuild was the phrase they used. And I don't see that. I, I know they've had back-to-back losing records, but you've got the quarterback. Unless one of these coaches just doesn't see it with with Will Levis. They're mm-hmm. like the, the Marcus Young of NFL coaching. And they just like, no, I don't want any part of that. Um I, you know, you, you've got the high draft pick, you've got the cap space, you've got the quarterback. It's all in place to to walk in there and get it turned around. I do not see it as a complete rebuild. Again, maybe I'm too close. Maybe I'm wrong. No, because you've still got um, somebody went down. I mean, Rand, their draft last year actually was really solid. If you look at the numbers where they finished, like Will Levis is uh, was the – I think they had him rated out as the third best rookie quarterback. Tajay Spears, third best running back drafted. Um, Skaronsky, you know, as as far as where he graded out compared to, you know, I, I think they graded him out against guards. Um, but really, we, we need a we need a franchise left tackle. I mean, they still Derrick Henry. I mean, what'd you say yesterday? I mean, he's still. Is is everybody, you know, I mean, he's still the second most productive back in the league. Still got DeAndre Hopkins. So, hey, offensive line help, receiver. Yeah. Secondary. Little inside linebacker, too. Need to find some guys, for sure. It, it, you know, just like every other team out there. But you got a quarterback to build around, you got a chance. And so – uh, they can't screw this up, man. There's a lot of line, a lot on the line for the Titans. As far as uh, the Vols football fortunes, I guess all eyes are on Zay Lance Hurd. I know people are calling him Lance. I'm going. I'm leaning into Zay Lance. I I really like the the full name there. What's the kid's name? Zay Lance, right? He apparently goes by Lance. That's mm. what he's known as. But um, I mean, for for all the hand wringing over Glenn Ellerby, which we have discussed a lot this week, you land this dude and. I mean, it's all good, right? At, at that point, you're just yeah the, worried about depth like every other team in college football. Sure. But I think people will just shift to whatever new thing they want to <laughs> lose their minds. That's about. a good point. Like, the volume turns down until the next little thing pops up, and then everybody's livid again and ready to like, fire somebody. Honestly, if we land herd, I feel like they're going to pivot to directly and full, full attention to basketball. And they'll start harping on the – well, as long as Willie Martinez is still employed, I, I think uh, the mm. football-only crowd will have their whipping boy. Yeah. So, a lot to discuss, a lot to unpack, a lot to get into 
this afternoon here on the program. I'm excited to talk to to Vitello. It has been a minute. I'm excited to talk both these guys. Like I'm Jones and for some scoop on. The yeah, I hope Joe situation. has some uh, some juice. I, I hope I hope so too, man. Because it doesn't seem like anybody else does it. I mean for dropping a video with the owner and a 30-minute press conference with the GM. That was my big takeaway after watching that press conference last night is I got nothing. I I, I don't know anything now that I didn't before I watched the press conference. And it it doesn't uh, foster a whole lot of confidence. Got more questions, as a matter of fact. There's just who – who the heck is in charge? I kept waiting to feel better as the day went on once the news broke, and I never did. It just no. kept getting worse and worse <laughs> and worse. All right, quick timeout. It is The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Joe Rexroad of The Athletic, 102.5 The Game in Nashville, joins when we continue next right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Brand- Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Russell, Bear, Houston, Tucker, full house this afternoon in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Pleased to be joined now by Joe Rexroad of The Athletic and 102.5 The Game in Nashville. Hello, Joe. How are you, sir? Russell, I'm just having a nice, calm, restful week. How about you, <laughs> Your head's spinning. Huh? We were supposed to be talking with you this time yesterday, and I, I guess something came up. We got bumped. Yeah, you know, just uh, yeah, a little work meeting, you know. It was like a sack race, work picnic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to I ask you about that press conference. And as a matter of fact, we'll just start there. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm li- I'm watching that thing last night. And uh, first of all, like, have the Titans not gotten into this? Because you go to a press conference over here at, at UT, and I, I think most places are getting like this. They have a guy up there, and he says, okay, you ask the first question, you ask the second, third, and so on. And maybe even they have somebody walking around with a microphone and everything. This was just a free-for-all, Joe. You have people talking <laughs> over each other, people getting chippy, elbowing guys out of the way, uh, talking over the ladies. and the, it, was, it was very uncomfortable. Well, I have to – I mean, I have to raise my hand several times. I oh, broke yeah. out. I will say um, I prefer – I prefer how they – I prefer yesterday because I just feel like – you know, the whole, I mean, I, I think we got more questions in that way. I just think we got more questions in that way rather than, okay, now let's wait. You walk over there with the microphone. Okay, thank you. Now you walk over to that with the microphone. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it just feels like we got more volume in. Okay. And, uh, and you can, like, I, if it was that style, I would have got maybe two questions in. I think I got like five in yesterday. And that didn't mean I got any good answers back, but, you know, I got <laughs> the questions in. So, uh, but you're right. It did, it was almost, you know, sometimes movies, like, over dramatized like media stuff, right? Like yeah. someone walks out of a courthouse, like rah, 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 and people <laughs> screaming. In reality, it's like maybe there's like one or two reporters will be out there, you know. But this was a little bit chaotic. I kind of liked it, man. Not gonna lie. Uh, chaotic is a good word to describe what's going on with the Titans right now. Joe, you wrote this yesterday on the Athletic. Just two months ago, when the team was three and seven, Titans leadership wanted to keep Vrabel. Then the Titans finished three and four, including an impressive win over the nine and eight Jaguars on Sunday, and now things are bad. So many questions, so few answers, Joe, that we're getting from the Titans. Have you heard anything? 
in the last 24 hours or so that makes this all make more sense? Well, I've heard a lot. I've talked to a lot of people, and there's more probably writing to come here, you know, to wrap some of this up. But, you know, I mean, I think what it comes down to is, yeah, I'm trying to think of the right way to characterize it. Like, there's not, I, first of all, like, the Carthon the, the Vrabel, like, you know, power struggler hate each other. That really isn't true. I mean, I think those guys like each other and tried to work together. I think it's more Amy Adams strong. Um, in my opinion, reacting, you know, sort of going back on what she kind of said to everybody a year ago when she fired John Robinson, which was, Oh my God, look at this roster. Look how many draft picks he's blown. Look at all the signings. Look at the trade of AJ Brown. It's so bad. I need to fire him in season. A year later, it's like, God, this coaching's terrible. But it's like, wait, do you not? Did you not just tell us what you think of the roster? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think some of this is just her making a bad decision, yeah. in my opinion. But I also think that there are a lot of factors in terms of communication, you know, with her and Vrabel, and that you know it, it went bad. And look, I blew off. I'll raise my hand. I blew off sort of the Vrabel going to the Patriots Hall of Fame. Like, okay, well, I mean, that's the thing that's going to happen, right? Like, he absolutely should be in their Hall of Fame. He's not an NFL Hall of Famer, but he's certainly a Patriots Hall of Famer, right? So they had this weekend, and some people were really freaking out about that. And I probably should have given more credence to the idea that Amy Adams Strunk wouldn't love it or would have questions about it. Even if he didn't mean to say anything negative about the Titans, some of the stuff he said, you can see how it would be taken that way. So I would have to include that in the story, too. Here's my beef, Joe. Just as a fan, she seems to be a little bit naive about how the football world works, in my opinion. It, it seems like she wants this collaboration where the owner, GM, and coach are holding hands, singing kumbaya on lockstep all the time. And Joe, you and I both know that is not the world. That That is rarely the case in the cutthroat world of professional football. I, I like what the new guy at Washington is doing where he's essentially saying, look, I know I'm just – a rich business guy I don't know football but I'm going to hire some smart football people and let them run my organization for me and get out of the way do you think Amy is too hands-on here that's a fair question um yeah and you know the, the interesting thing is she has made good hires she has made good decisions and look yeah. let me again raise my hand six years ago when they fired Mike Malarkey, I certainly I wrote a critical column in the Tennessee and saying, "What are you doing? The guy just won a playoff game. You just told us a week ago he's safe, and now you fire him." But that was also John Robinson, really, right? So we know that Amy has made. I mean, if you're giving her credit for Vrabel, even though Robinson found him, I mean, she hired Vrabel and Robinson, and in particular, hired Robinson did that. Let's get a good, smart football person put that person in charge, and it led to a really good era, you know, until until things started going bad on him. I mean, I, you know, he, he built a really good team, and they built a good, you know, culture and all that stuff. So, so like, she's seen it work like that. So, is she too hands-on? Yeah, I mean, it seems that way right now. I do think that, like, the Rand Carthon hire, I think a lot of it was, you know, this happens in the league. Who's having success? Let's either – copy them and or let's take some of their people right so more of the Niners model right so 
Now, first of all, the Niners, the interesting thing about that is the Niners model is the coach calls the shots. <laughs> but the, other than that part of it, she wanted the Niners model. So it's a new staff and there's more analytics, and I think that's good, right? Yeah. But it's also like just a weird situation. And this is one thing where I didn't realize until all this went down. I thought Vrabel had, I guess, more input in hiring Rand Carthon. He certainly talked about it the day of the press conference, but – you know, come to find out, not much. And so you keep him, you you, you essentially, you kind of pick him over John Robinson, but then you maybe don't give him as much say in what the new thing is going to be. So, I mean, I guess that's to your question. I mean, I, I think she made some missteps there. Joe Rex wrote of The Athletic and 1025 The Game in Nashville with us this afternoon. And, Joe, are you buying what the organization is selling as far as their position that, trying to orchestrate a trade in which the team receives some sort of compensation in exchange for Vrabel, it was just unrealistic. It would have taken too long, too much work, probably wouldn't have worked out in the end anyway. Well, I mean, they're not wrong, like, in terms of the logistics. Like, you know, the Patriots would have to go through the entire process, interview, uh, you know, two minority candidates to satisfy the Rooney rule and do all the things before they could even entertain a trade. And then meanwhile, the Titans would be sitting here in limbo. And then, you know, and then they, then you would have it. Also, Vrabel would have to be, you know, uh, would have to approve it. Now, I don't, I, I don't know what he would have said if they would have gone with that route. But basically, they looked at it and said no. And another point to bring up, and Paul Karski brought this up on the show this morning, is, you know, not only are you then behind everybody and searching for the, your coach, but you're behind in staffs, right? Like you're going to have to fill out these staffs, assistants. I think one of the big things Amy Armstrong rightfully didn't like about the Vrabel tenure lately was that he had some, I think some bad hires in the assistant coach range. So you're also losing out. That gets thinned out on you. So yes, I do. But I also just look at this and it's like, well, if he's such a commodity, it's a real shame that you couldn't get something from him rather than fire him and, you know, and pay him to go away. Now, the big thing, the, the wild thing here would be if he doesn't get a job. You know, if he gets a job, then then the money is offset. But I mean, if Rambo could be like, you know, I think I'm going to sit around for a year and let Amy and Strunk pay me a ton of money to do nothing, which of course she's already doing to John Robinson. Wow, lots of buyouts. Something we are familiar with covering <laughs> yeah, exactly. the balls here in yeah. East Tennessee. Hey, it's not my money. Joe Rexroad right. taking a few with us here this afternoon. Joe, do you have a coach or two that you've kind of got your eye on and saying, oh, man, that guy would be a good fit for the Titans and take this thing to the next level and make all this conversation, all the controversy the last 48 hours or so moot? Well, I certainly my, – my mind goes automatically to Bobby Slowick because he was with Rand Carthon in San Francisco. He did a fantastic job with the Houston Texans this year, biggest turnaround in the league. I think D'Amico Ryan's going to be coach of the year, and I think, you know, Slowick's going to be one of the most valuable assistants. Offensive coach, I think an offensive coach makes sense. Um, you know, it's not like you can't go with a defensive coach, and apparently they've, they've asked to interview Aaron Glenn, Lions D coordinator, but I, I think an offensive coach, another guy who was with Aaron Carthon in San Francisco, Frank Smith, Dolphins OC. Uh, so those are a couple who come to mind. I think the Lions will see too. Ben Johnson, he's coveted. You know, the Panthers are going to, I don't know, give him $80 million or something to be their head coach. But I do think that 
you're going to do this to Will Levis, you're going to make him start over and stuff. I feel like the offensive quarterback developing, play calling, head coach is probably the way to go. How attractive is the job? I was reading a piece on uh, ESPN where they basically said, you know, hey, this is this is a complete rebuild. You're taking over a losing franchise. Again, Joe, I'm a fan. You tell me if I'm looking at this through two-tone colored glasses, but uh, I, I don't view it that way, Joe. I mean, you got your quarterback. You got a lot of cap room to play with, a high draft pick. I feel like this should be a quick turnaround. Yeah, look, there are 32 head coaching jobs. I mean, someone's going to go – Work for David Tepper, you know. So I mean, I mean, it, it'll be attractive enough. Now, do they lose out? You know, maybe there's one candidate they really like, another team likes it, and they pick them. You know, because of whatever they don't like about the Titans. I mean, that's possible. I, I'm with you. Some of it is just what you think about Will Levis, right? Do you mm-hmm. like Will Levis? And then also, like you said, 78 million in cap space, number two in the NFL. You got the number seven pick. Some of it is, what do you think of Rand Carthon? What do you think of Amy mm. Adams Strong? Do you mm. feel like you can coexist? And do you think they're good at their jobs? You know, I mean, that's part of it. But ultimately, I just, again, it's 32 of these jobs. And it's not like it's some disastrous situation. Levis is definitely a big part of that answer, though. I noticed you didn't mention Jim Harbaugh in your list of coaches <laughs> there. Oh, man, make it happen, please. <laughs> hey, personally speaking, yes. <laughs> oh, my God, absolutely. No, hey, I'm not I'm not opposed to the idea for the Titans. I just I feel like he's probably Chargers or Raiders. You know, it's just is what I kind of have been assuming. But, no, I, I'm, I'm not against that, even for them. But, of course, for us to have him – that goofball in Nashville, oh, <laughs> to cover one we would have. Well, we were talking about who we want to get the job, and you know, I, I like Slowick, I like Ben Johnson, um, the the Callahan guy, the Bengals. These are all intriguing yep. names, Joe. But uh, you know, as a fan, again, I just want to cut through all the nonsense. Like Harbaugh's the best guy. He, he's already been to a Super Bowl. He's still in his prime. He knows that league. He's a winner. Do what you got to do to go get that guy. I, I I don't I don't hate it I I don't you know uh, it, it it has been a decade since he's been in the league but that's okay I mean he's a he's a great football coach there's no doubt about it so um, yeah I'm not opposed to it. another guy by the way on the defensive side this definitely and I get it is Jim Schwartz obviously a guy who's been a head coach I think he's done fantastic work with Cleveland he was just here helping out with Vrabel's staff I mean that's a guy who frankly I think he was good with the Lions it was just that he was you know coaching the Lions so. Um, that's another one, but I'm, I'm, Hey man, I'm not, I'm not down on your idea there. Arbaugh, Arbaugh's going to be coveted. Yeah. It seems like, uh, you, you, you got to get this right, Joe, because, uh, Titans fans and, uh, you know, you, you host a show on the game there. I'd be interested to hear, you know, what you have, what you're hearing in the mid state. It just feels like, I would say if they're losing confidence in the entire operation, but it does feel like the confidence is at the very least a little bit shook right now. And you're, you're going to this new stadium. You've got this young quarterback, and I know you always got to get it right. You can never screw up a coaching hire, but this feels like a big one, Joe. No doubt. No, I mean, and look, some fans are just straight up happy. Vrabel's gone. I mean, you know, he, he was losing support, and I get it. He went 13 and 21 last two years. But I think more, there's some real concern with Amy Adams Strong. I, I, I just think it's ridiculous she didn't talk 
She didn't take questions uh, for this thing. And now Rand Carthon hasn't been a GM for a year, and he's in charge of the search, but he wouldn't even tell us yesterday he's in charge of the search. And uh, there's concern, and, and I think there should be. they got to get this right. Wow. Interesting times in the mid-state. Joe Rexroad, always appreciate it, my friend. Thank you for jumping on. Go check him out at Joe Rexroad, of course, with The Athletic, and you can listen weekday mornings on 102.5 The Game in Nashville. Thanks, man. Okay, thanks. See ya. Joe Rexroad, one more time. He's on board with us. Yeah. Oh, we're, 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 we're all drinking from the off same the, cup. Yeah, we're singing off the same page in the, in the Hepnel. Hymnal, whatever you call it, that thing. Hymnal. Hymnal. What do you think, Chris? Hymnal or or the cup analogy? What are we going with? Drinking from the same cup or singing from the same hymnal? Yeah. They're both a little weird when you stop and think about them. Singing off the same songbook. Both biblical to a degree. Um, (laughs) I like cup. Drinking from the same cup. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The kind of analysis you can't get anywhere else. Stay with us. The Drive continues. That's why they tune in. More Fan Run Radio coming up. The The Drive. drive. Are you ready to elevate? Fan Run Radio. The Drive continues. Joe Rexroad of The Athletic. Mayor, what did you learn? Uh, uh, The one thing he did... I felt better about was uh, the whole Jim Harbaugh thing. I'm, I'm glad he's on Team Harbaugh, wanting him over there. Um, oh, he just wants to cover a weirdo. <laughs> well, but yeah, I think he also, we all. so do we. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I just want to win, and I think he is the, the safest, surest thing well, out there. Well, I mean, there. that's he's a total package. He's going to be fun to cover because he is a weirdo, mm-hmm. but he's uh, obsessed with and his utter refusal to even contemplate losing at any point. Chris made a, a really good point during the break in that is a guy like that who probably wants it his way going to want to come into what is perceived to be, whether this is real or not, a dysfunctional situation? I don't think so. And that's the thing. like With what it looks like, whether it's better or even worse behind the scenes, it just looks nuclear right now. And a lot of these guys talk, and Vrabel's well-respected, and they're going to get every little detail that they want Mm. in talking to him and members of his staff. And based on just the timeline of events this week, I don't think Mike Vrabel's going to have very nice things to say unless it's a prepared statement to the media. Here's the problem is we've had a half-hour press conference and a five-minute interview with the owner, and there's all this speculation, and nobody knows what the hell is going on. Nobody knows who's in charge, how much power Carthon has, how much Frable had, what the direction for it. Like, they won't answer any questions. And I just think that she had – I know I'm not being sexist here, although the woman doesn't know anything about football. She's grown up around the game her entire life, around her dad and everything. But still, I I think that, you know, I've been around the game my entire life. I don't know football. They start drawing up players on the chart. Like, I have no idea about coaching everything. And I just – you know, the the fantasy, if if I were a billionaire and I could buy the Tennessee Titans, like, I would – I would go out and find the smartest football guy I know and say, hey, you are my president of operations. Mm -hmm. Go run this thing. You go hire a coach. Get it done. Bring me a Super Bowl. Because you have to be smart enough to know what you don't know 
And I, she just has, you know, this vision of, well, I'm going to be in charge, but, you know, my GM and my coach and we're, it doesn't work that way. No. It doesn't work that way in football. doesn't work that way, that way in business. Success is always messy. Always messy, man. It's but never not, perfect. Could it not just be that, that she, I mean, it's her franchise, it's, it's her family's franchise, and she wants it set up. She doesn't want a situation where she's got the head coach who controls it. You know, basically like Belichick did. No, Brian in Houston, she didn't want, she wants a head coach that can work within, like, some structure, but she won't tell us what that she structure is. It's she always won't. messy. Like, just if Rand's running it, fine. Like, just say that. Right. Like, come out and say, uh, Rand I'm Carthons in charge. General manager. I'm, I'm hiring the new coach. This is my vision for the team. We're going to do it the San Francisco way. And this is what we're doing. And at least at that point, whether you agree or disagree with that approach, you could be like, okay, well. This is what we're doing, and I guess this is what we should expect. Well, at that point, we'd know they have a plan and that they're at least chasing an identity. Right now, see, I wonder if they're she lost. Made, if she made a horrible miscalculation and just absolutely did not know her head coach in that meeting and how he'd react. But, I mean, at least surprisingly, I'm sure she thought that – like, part of me wonders if she really thought Mike Vrabel was going to buckle under and just give in to something that he wasn't – I mean, he – Kind of like having FU money, but just, you know, Mike Vrabel, I'm sure, is sitting there at some point thinking, I don't have to do this. I can go get a job two days from now. Yep. Yep. Is this, not, is this just a control thing for her? Like, does she does she not want to have success unless she's getting enough of the credit for it? I don't get that vibe. I, the vibe I get is that she wanted Vrabel to be able to work, I guess, work. Wants everybody to be friends in the building? I, I, I guess. Or, <laughs> That's or, or not work, football either. Or, yeah. or, or have some kind of working relationship with Carthon. And I'm, in Vrabel's defense, I mean, damn. You saw him when they, they drafted away one of his best players he's had since he's been there and they against his wishes. Well, I agree with what Joe said about – I, I'm not buying into this that there was a rift between Ran and Vrabel. Like I, I take Garthon as thieves last. It, it seemed night. like they were pretty. I'm, I'm sure they didn't agree on every little thing. I, I thought what he said yesterday. He didn't lay into it. No, so, like so thick that you're like, oh, this is phony. He was like, no, I consider him a friend. Yeah. I, I bought that. I believe that. Weird man, it's weird. So weird. And Vrabel's the more I've seen about him lately. You know, there's been tons of like videos and i didn't know some of the stuff about his personality like when he was playing with the patriots like he would torment brady in practice apparently like he would go play scout team reps i mean he's just football guy yeah he's like he's dan campbell a little better little more tiny measure of buttoned more up. control yeah. Yeah, holds that thing in at least publicly yeah he, there's no chance that he's going to rip his shirt off Campbell, I still think if he won the Super Bowl, <laughs> might like Hulkamania style, but well, let's go to the phones and talk about it. We've got Titans Bill on the phone line. It has been a while. Hello, Titans Bill. Guys, long time no talk. Yeah, How man, doing? doing good. Hope you are. I'm doing okay. Great, guys. That was a shock to me when I heard it. Mm-hmm. But. The only thing that I could say is um, Amy Adams Skunk. That's what the clone calls her, Amy Adams Skunk. Um, it's not nice. 
I know it ain't nice, but that's what the clone thinks of her. Um, of course, Tony calls her Amy Adams drunk. Well, of course, never mind on that. It's not um, nice. <laughs> it's not nice. I, I like to be nice, Titans Bill. Uh, she's a she's a trailblazer, a women's owner, and an overwhelmingly masculine sport. And um, I just want her to do well, man. And it seems just really strange to have this this era where you've been you've been pretty good for the past five years. You, I, I really, the injuries have been obnoxious the past two seasons. But I see a way out of it, and now it seems like you're ripping up the entire script and starting over. And we'll see, we'll see if it works. Um, the overall Bill, the overall vibe I got off of it. The only thing that really worries me is I kind of felt like this was a uh, Jimmy Haslam Cleveland Browns kind of move to it, doing something with. It, whether you had a plan or, or you know what you're doing or not, a complete inability to articulate to your fan base what it is that's going on. You there, Bill? Oh. Yeah. You're just absorbing the weight of what Bear just told yeah. you. I know it's a lot. <laughs> Did we lose this it? matter? It's brutal. Bill, we can't hear you, man. Uh, we've we've had issues with Titans Bill's phone for years. We, we've we've <laughs> got. Like... I mean, can we can we get a sponsor for Titans Bill's phone so we can? What if we? Yeah, we had somebody drive out to meet him and hand them hand him a phone that works mm. every time when when he calls in. That would be really good. I mean, the Titans are in crisis, and and Titans Bill, we did get a minute or two out of him, so that's good. Eight six five five four six eight two. Zero zero, your number to get on the show here this afternoon. Five four six eighty two hundred. We've got Tennessee basketball tonight at Mississippi State. Seven p.m. tip off at the Hump on Hump Day. The Vols are a two and a half point favorite. Now check this out in the world of college basketball. Last night you had number one, number two, both falling, and uh, Tennessee if they can win tonight and Saturday at Georgia, which is proven difficult the past couple of times i mean you're looking at number three maybe a little bit higher next week when the polls come out absolutely yeah uh nice opportunity tonight not your biggest road test but a good uh toe dip into the water of road games in the sec uh it looks like they're averaging about nine thousand for home game men attendance so and as you said earlier when they're decent that's a pretty tough place to play i don't know what the outlook is for mississippi state this season but i that line at two and a half and it opened at one and a half i think this morning that's that's strange to me yeah but somebody um somebody tweeted us and pointed out that uh to be fair kentucky was only a a two-point favorite in florida they're really waiting waiting home court yeah home court that's typically how it is for basketball Tolu Smith back in action. I know he's missed a couple of games for them. Uh, more than a couple. This is only his second game back. So he basically only played one game out of conference. Is he 100%? He comes off the bench right now. I'll They've take got, that as a no. they got a West Virginia transfer, Jimmy Bell, who kind of has the same skill set as him. Josh Hubbard is 
a guy who's averaging 14 points a game. Him and Smith are their only two double-digit scorers per game. Yeah, he Hubbard leads uh, or has the record rather for uh, most points out of anybody in high school in the state of Mississippi with like I think 4,300, which is just nuts to think about. But wow. now they're gonna they're gonna play really tough defense and they're gonna slow. They're gonna try and slow us. This is gonna this could be a a teeth or a yeah having teeth pulled watching this game tonight is that accurate well uh since you guys love john rothstein so much you know what his little quote is for (laughs) chris chans they call him the dentist really yeah that's actually (laughs) what he does that's fun great Uh, i love that you love rothstein and bring him up I, i what kind of dentist are these people going to i mean if they go to knoxville smiles like me they'd have nothing but a pleasant experience i love going to the dentist Chris Jans is a mean dentist, apparently. He's like Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horrors. A sadist. They have a portrait of you up in their office You went with the No Cavity Club. The they King. should. Just you smiling. They should. These pearly whites. 865-546-8200. All right, uh, Titans Bill wants to give it another try. He had a thought that he could not get out. He wants to complete this thought desperately. Titans Bill, we'll give you a, a second at bat here. What you got? Okay, can you two hit can you can you and Bear hear me okay? Yes, we've got you. Go ahead. Okay. The only thing that I want Amy Adams shrunk to do is to hire you a guy, hire you an A one quality coach that's capable of putting the train back on the track. The last two seasons, of course, the year before last and last year and last year was nothing but a train wreck. Mm. Are you glad to see Vrabel go? Uh, you know, Dubsky, to be honest with you, buddy, I, 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 I don't know how I feel Me right too. now. Me too. I have mixed feelings about it. It it is kind so, of exciting. You that blank slate feels like oh man, we might get a young, progressive, up and coming offensive. There's opportunity whiz-kid. here. Yeah, like this this but it could goes be both it. Ways, and right? you got Levis, and we got a chance to kick this thing up a notch, as Emerald would say. Titans, Bill, bam. Yeah, that's true. But but I think that really got Frable in trouble is you don't show loyalty towards your coaching staff. Tim Kelly, I thought, did a horrible job as offensive coordinator. I would say horrible. I mean, it was thoroughly average, and I grade it with a curve, just like I did Downing the year before. When you when you've got um, Dillard at left tackle, that that's your big free agent signing, and you got a rookie beside him, and guys are getting hurt left and right you're dead in the water man and uh we just never had a chance with this offensive line hopefully they fix that this offseason yeah but um i'll have to say if i had to maybe take a pick i would go after that defensive well i don't know if i want to go for a defensive a defensive coach let's let's go for an offense let's get us a josh heupel <laughs> Let's get up to an offensive-minded, yeah, a superb offensive-minded head coach. 
I think the one that I believe that they should go after is the one that's the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. He's he's a hot name, Ben Johnson. Apparently, the the Panthers are going to be all over him, and a couple of other. He's he's going to have some options there. So, it'll I be, think if he take if he takes the Panthers' job, he's making a big mistake. Yeah, I would not want to work for David Tepper. I'm sorry. He's from Asheville. I think he played at North Carolina, maybe. So he's got a lot of Carolina ties, but yeah, I, I would want to go somewhere where you've got a little bit more you know stuff to play i know you i like you bryce young yeah. but you don't want to you don't want to work for somebody crazy person yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. bill great that hearing from you that throws drinks at fans yeah, yeah. what a weenie Blastless. what a turkey what a weirdo yeah 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 thanks dumb 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 Bill, great. Have a nice evening, guys. You too, my friend. Great hearing from you. Titans, Bill. I'm glad he was able to complete his phone call there. A lot of good stuff. We'll unpack it. Stay with us. Hour number two of The Drive coming up. Tucker has your top four at four when we continue next right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive.